Hello, and welcome to the My Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Gabrielle Genter, and I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling, to discovering myself through the help of energy healers, shamanic practices, grounding in nature, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. This is a journey of being stripped raw to the place of knowing no thing, as it is there we are able to open our hearts to everything and create a new existence on Mother Earth. My hope is to demystify the process of becoming one with your higher self and sharing your light from that place, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Send us Hi everyone, I hope you're well, and this week I want to talk about planting in fourth dimension. It's been coming up a lot for me in the readings that I've been doing, and the interesting thing is that everyone has this call or knows that they are needing to go to nature. But unfortunately, we're letting the distractions of our everyday lives keeping us from that. And I have this big intuition that there isn't time anymore. So what I noticed when I was doing and comparing all of these human design charts through people's evolution is about 90% of people when they move from third to fourth dimension open up their root center and start to feel into the mother and the way it felt was you drop your I feel like it's like you drop your anchor but what it really is is you drop your roots down into this planet And everything that comes through you comes from your roots. Like a lot of the times in spirituality, we always think like we want to raise our vibration. We want to connect up. But actually, all of that is carried in you. And it actually is in your root system, your DNA system. So the only way that you can waken that up is by planting it somewhere, right? And we happen to be on earth right now, so we have to plant here. It's like when when you go to nature, when I think back to when my first experience of communing with nature, I just remember like going to the cliffs, if you guys remember me talking about them, Sunset Cliffs in San Diego, and just feeling alive there. Like this this explosion in me just felt, every time I would go there, I just felt like this big welcoming. And that made me kind of just intuitively know this is where I feel good. This is where I want to spend my time when I want to commune with nature. Now, it it looked like I would park my car an hour or uh, like an hour walks away away from where I actually would sit so that I got exercise in while I was going there. So I would walk along the cliff of the ocean for about an hour and then I would get to my spot and I would sit and I would just be quiet. And sometimes, actually, no, sometimes I even had my earbuds in and would listen to music, but I would just sit and wait, just wait, like not have an expectation, just hold space and just sit. And in that quiet stillness, that's when I started to receive myself and the messages that were coming from me. And through that, I realized like the ocean has messages, the earth has messages, the 
but they're not something that you will ever get if you don't take the time to allow yourself to sink down. The reason is that most people in third dimension came in with their roots uh, defined, meaning this is my intuitive or what I downloaded about this. When we came into this planet, we weren't ready to settle in here. And that I think is a lot of why people weren't awoke when they arrived, you know, it's a process. I think that for me in particular, being here on this planet meant that I wasn't ready to fully ground in when I arrived. So what that felt like is that I was bringing energy from where I come from, that dimension, to hold my adrenaline, my stress system, my groundedness in myself. I I mean, I always have loved nature, but not in the way that I evolved to love her. And the thing is, is I don't know one person that's on this journey that doesn't have to go through this phase. So, you know, people ask me all the time, like, what can I be doing, you know, besides meditation? And the truth is like, the first thing before meditation is actually going back to nature. She holds codes because it's actually your codes to unlock your own DNA, meaning you will not be able to find the vibrations within yourself until you understand that there's a relationship that has to happen. There's a connection and there's like a planting that has to happen in order for you to be ready to receive the information that she has to share with you again through your roots. And when I say roots, I mean your ancestral lineage, your past lives, all of the information that you need in this incarnation to do your purpose here. So for me, I... I saw once in an ayahuasca ceremony that everything that I am comes from that space in me because I always had thought, well, I'm connecting up, which I am, but that's more like an antenna that's able to pick up on information that's ready to come down to the planet. But actually being here and being in this dimension, you have to ground here. You have to understand that when we fight against what's natural, that's what creates this confusion, I feel, and like also this longing and this like uh, kind of in a way obsessive, like, why isn't this working for me? Why am I not connecting with my gifts? Why, you know, does this person able to do it and I can't? But yet I ask people, have you gone to nature yet? And they're like, no, (laughs) like, well, there you go. You can't get, you can't bypass fourth dimension. Okay. And fourth dimension is communing with the earth to understand what her ascension is going through and how you can be here to support it. If you think that you're just this being that can come and handle it all on your own without connecting back into this planet, that's not at all possible. We came and we agreed to help this ascension. And it's like imagining that you would be able to get a job done without the support of where you are. You know, that's not a thing. So in the readings that I've had this week, literally every single one has been talking about going to nature. It doesn't have to look like a ritual. It doesn't have to be like hours out of your day. 
Right now, my own practice is I go to bring my dogs outside to a a natural reserve here for about an hour every day, and we just walk. And here's the thing they showed me. Wherever on a walk in nature, wherever you feel like this desire to just stop and look up at the sun and just like, you know, pause, that is a, a key to you to show you where you can ground in. So in the case of where I live, there's this one particular part in all these rocks that I just always naturally stop. And I, I just take a breath and I notice my dogs like that spot too. So they said, that's it. Don't overthink it. If you have that feeling or where you stop and you listen to the breeze moving through the, the trees, that's an anchor point. They basically said that we complicate things because it's like we're trying our ego is trying to talk us out of doing what we naturally know we need to do which is to slow down if you don't slow down to where um, humanity the collective and mother earth are you don't pick up on the rhythm you don't pick up on the cycle and it's like you're kind of in your own world, but fighting against what is, you know, and, and most of us, and I would say, especially if you're listening to this message, you're, you want to, you want to ascend, you want to connect with your gifts to help the process. So, um, it's something that I'm putting out the call that I really have been feeling really this week more than anything, um, For those of you that are still teetering between third and fourth, you need to make a a grounding practice or planting practice. And what I'm saying and why I'm saying that is that we're getting closer to a time that if you don't do this now, it's going to make it really difficult. So The way I interpret this is, for example, my mom moved in and I bring her now on my walk. She doesn't go every day, but she comes like, let's say three times a week. And she even said, well, why do we go here? Why don't we just walk in the neighborhood? And I was like, that's the, you're defeating the whole purpose. We need to be in nature. We need to like, like in the winter, it's not like we have our feet in the dirt, but if we could, that's what we should be doing. We want to touch nature. We want to be in nature, smell nature. Every part of it is like a reminder to your heart to to relax, like almost like set down those um, those walls and and breathe her in. And then she like when you allow that like connection to happen, your whole nervous system can set itself down. And everything starts to become less stressful, less like in the moment. And let me look at my phone and everything slows down because you start to realize that all of those things are the matrix and you are here to plant you. That's like the most number one thing that we need to do in order to help our ascension. So if you understand that, you really know that you'll start to tune into this like intuitional pull to get out every day. Now, it doesn't have to be a long time. It's just starting to tune into and feel into what is. You know, in my when I started this, I would sit down on the cliffs and and just meditate. I would do like sometimes I would bring cards there. Um sometimes I would do hape there and if you are new to this, 
hot pay, and I did an episode about it, is a way to to really cut out all the energies that are attached to you and understand the sinking process. It helps to center you and really dig deep. Um, I have haven't really done hape in oh, probably over a year because I once you attune to that vibration, you understand it. At least in my own body, I know what I'm looking for when I do connect with Earth now. And the thing is, is that everyone's process is going to be different, but there are tools to help you start to slow down, right, and to get yourself acclimated back to the the planet's rhythm. So. In the human design charts, so what I was seeing as a trend is that most people came in in third dimension with their root defined, meaning they weren't ready to ground into the, the earth. I think what I feel is that the the density of the planet was super dense and it was like there was a lot of shadow things not coming to the surface yet. So we did not want to feel that density. Then when you move in into fourth dimension, and I'll show you if you're watching on YouTube, my own chart, so you can see what I'm talking about. In my fourth dimensional experience, my root opens up and that's when I started to connect with the earth. That's when I started to feel safe here. And even, I believe I did an episode called an earth seed because I realized like we aren't doing this without her. Like we literally are here to plant here. Like it doesn't mean that we're staying. It doesn't mean that we come from here, but we are here for a purpose. And then what I noticed too, is that this, the way it looks is like when you do this communing with her, you drop your roots down, they go deeper into the connectional web or grid of the planet and then it lights back up through your body. And essentially, if you do that, you yourself start to like, like imagine a little plant blossoming or sprouting, you start to get little, little buds coming out. And eventually, when you've connected, like when you are solely into the earth, it looks like this kind of blossom that comes out of your root and it then reaches up to the sun and it's like, okay, I'm here and now I'm ready to do my what I came to do. And when we get in our head about like, I wish I knew my purpose or I wish that I had more clarity, all of that is going to happen in nature. The more that you allow your, your roots to speak to you, the more that you will understand exactly why you came here. When I started studying shamanism, I, again, I didn't have any idea what that was going to be, but essentially all that it was is connecting with nature and understanding that it's all here to support us. If we think about like all the little tools that we have, and I mean, crystals are part of that for sure. And I mean, I have a lot of crystals and stones in my room here and all of them are needed. <laughs> and I, I, rely on them a hundred percent to hold a vibration for me. But that's like what you can take home, right? But there's life, things that are alive. And so as I was thinking about doing this episode about a week ago, oh yeah, it was a week ago, we had our um our our energy circle and one of the members selected a song by this artist named Olivia Fern. And so I ended up going to her, you know, album and looking at her songs. And there was one that stood out to me and I saved it in my, um, 
in my playlist and I've been listening to it over and over and over this week. And finally, I got why, you know, songs hold so many codes for us and especially ones that are connected and channeled. So I wanted to share this song with you and I, if I can't, I will link it below. It is the most beautiful, um, it feels like a vibration to, to help your cells understand why you need to go back to nature. So it's called Time and Space, and the lyrics are, Time and space cannot erase. Time and space cannot separate you from the ones you love. If you've listened to my sacred opening prayer, you'll understand that time and space are what our predicament, I always say our predicament here in the planet is. Like those are the things that hold us into this matrix. But this song is saying that time and space, it doesn't erase the fact that you came here to be connected to all of those ancestral lineages and lifetimes that have created who you are as a soul. So it's saying that it cannot separate you from the ones you love. And then it says, no, time and space cannot erase. Time and space cannot separate you from the ones you love. And then it says, their touch Oh, they're in the touch of the breeze, in the wind whispering through the leaves. They're in the song the birds sing to bring the dawn in. They're in the touch of the breeze, in the wind whispering through the leaves. They're in the song the birds sing to bring the dawn in. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. It is nature. It is everywhere. It's not just the earth. It is every part of nature is trying to lull you back to yourself. And there is no practice other than grounding in and planting in that is going to get you there quicker. Except for obviously dealing with your subconscious, which is a whole nother topic. <laughs> and then the last um, verse is singing wake up. Don't miss this opportunity to love. Don't miss this opportunity. I would give up all if I had just one more, just one more chance. This idea of, of waking up, of becoming awakened is literally understanding that you carry all the codes inside and it's just connecting with them. That's it. And, and what I understand in my own process is when I pull back from nature, it means I've, I've experienced too much and I'm not ready to go deeper. And I can see that in myself now. I understand that when I get that call again to go back to nature, it's because I'm ready to receive more. And now it's been like a, again, it's like a rhythm. It's a cycle. And I, I even had this conversation with myself last night that there, I, I, I feel this urgency to move quicker, but I was explaining to them, in, in our time space reality, it feels like it's a lot to take in. And if you don't integrate each step of your deepening, it can be overwhelming and, and you feel like kind of lost in it. And so I was saying, I know you guys wish that I could go faster, but it's like, I, I am a human, <laughs> you know, like we came here to be human and it's like, it's not as easy of a, okay, I download it and I process it within a moment and then I'm back out the next day. It almost feels like I go through like a six month period of communing deeply with nature and then pulling back in and going back into processing and integrating what I've learned. 
but it's a dance. It's a constant dance that is me me allowing what is and then pulling back to integrate and then going back and allowing more to flow through me and then pulling back. And ultimately the message that they want you guys to know is please don't overthink this. All they're saying is start to commune with nature, go for walks. Um, I, on the Facebook group, I shared an app called uh, All Trails, and that will bring you to any trails that are near you. Like you can do it from, you know, your location and you can range it from easy to moderate to hard and just start getting yourself in nature. Now, of course, it's the winter now and it's not the easiest, but even if you are out, like let's say sitting in your car, rolling down your windows and listening to the rain, it's something that is a song. They're literally songs lulling us back to ourselves. So I, um, I want you to know that when I look through people's ascension, you can't skip this part. And the people that I've talked to that are embodied, it was a huge part of the process. I literally don't know one person that got to their embodied self without going through and going connecting and like creating that partnership with nature to help it happen. I, I really feel the urgency of this. It's something that Well, I'm just going to (laughs) say last night I had a dream of the ascension happening to the earth and it didn't, it's not a scary thing. It it wasn't like how I had seen it before, but essentially why am I feeling this? It's feeling like it's coming. And I know like time doesn't exist in, in the realm of cosmic, but when I try to translate it into our planet, it's like the messages of grounding in are coming more frequently. And so to me, that's a rhythm. I'm trying to tune into a rhythm to understand, okay, this is not just my my story and why I'm being called to now go out every day and be with nature. It is something that as a collective, we have to ground into. And I've also been shown that if The planet wants us to ascend with her, obviously, but if you don't get on to her rhythm, then you are going to experience um, more trauma in this ascension. And so what I would say there is that if you find yourself in your life that you are having a difficult time, go to nature. It is, she has the answers for everything. And there is this kind of pull to really understand that now is the time. Um, I wish that you guys, I wish you luck with this. I wish you a beautiful journey with this because honestly, it is the most, like when I think back to my time in my first grounding, I I mean, you guys know, I've talked about it on here. So, you know, it, it became home to me and it became this like safe space that I like had to go to every day. And then when the, when the disconnection or when we, and I was told I needed to disconnect from that location, you know, I went through a lot of like hurt about it because I felt like I, I was being kind of pushed out of the nest and it's okay. Like, Every part of the earth is going to carry a different code. And basically I had used up all that I could there and and gotten all I could there. 
And then you go back and start exploring and start to see like, where do I feel good? Where do I feel the most alive? You know, that is the answer. That is like where your, um, your lineage is wanting to speak with you. So I hope that this is helpful. And again, don't forget, go to get this song. It's called Time and Space by Olivia Fern. I will link it below and just open up, open up yourself to the codes. I'm telling you, these songs that are coming through to me lately are like, boom. <laughs> just And then you'll notice, you just feel this desire to hear it again and again and again and it's like you're just training with the vibration to understand what the codes are um so i wish you the best and i'll talk to you guys next week Inside my heart a little while